Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is indeed our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances are one of the great peaceful solutions at our fingertips, and we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled, we're taking America heart, America back one heart, one issue at a time. Part of the recap makes sense before we introduce our guest for yesterday. We had on Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan, RustQuinnandGift.com. We talked about, of course, the Honest Money Report, constitutional currency, gold and silver. We talked about, do you want to call a halt to the con game? Take possession of your gold and silver. They play games of paper, folks, because they don't have to deliver the metal. But if we all force them to deliver the metal, there'd be a halt to the paper con game immediately because they could not deliver. They'd be forced to renege on their promises, proving what a fraud it really is. Now, the Federal Reserve increased the interest rates another three-quarters of a percent. And uh, they say that we'll have sluggish growth from 23 to 25. So, hey, next two and a half years are going to be sluggish growth big time the government says inflation is about 8.5 percent but if you calculate inflation the way the government did back in 1980 it's more like 17 percent ladies and gentlemen some are even saying it's worse than even that biden's executive orders out of control it's uh 14,067 it increases surveillance of all financial transactions in just a few paragraphs, this executive order creates all kinds of havoc. Okay? You're talking about surveillance of all that we do financially. It is out of control when you read this thing. You just go, what the heck? You're talking about surveillance of your financial transactions? Um, surveillance of all U.S. citizens. Complete control of reviewing and uh, monitoring their bank accounts. The ability to um, crush your speech over your bank account. You say, what are you talking about? Yeah, they'll have the ability just to lock your account down. What the deep state wants is nothing more than to make the U.S. dollar obsolete. All right. They want to do away with paper cash. What do they plan to replace it with, you ask? Programmable digital tokens, also known as FedCoin. Their end game is to replace what they call real money with virtual cash. Do you want that monetary system? Well, you, the greenbacks are bogus too. Virtual cash is bogus. When they jettison constitutional currency, hey, we're just going from the frying pan into the fire on this one. They can turn off your bank account at the touch of a button, right? Yeah. It's like having spyware installed in your bank account. 
malware that literally tracks your every financial move. And then, of course, reports back to the deep state. The, re- the reality is, folks, it's only a matter of time until we're forced to use digital currencies. Yeah. Meanwhile, Biden continues to build Trump's wall in secret. Did you know that? Just thought I'd tell you that. <laughs> wow. All right. With that introduction, I want to introduce our guest. Dr. Scott Bradley is with us. Uh, FreedomRisingSun.com is his website where he promotes to preserve the nation, his collegiate series on how to restore the republic in the traditions of our founding fathers. FreedomRisingSun.com, that's where you can get all kinds of information uh, related to your uh, life and relating to the Constitution. Yeah, the two are related to your life in the Constitution. I know they don't want you to believe that, but it is true. Okay, the Constitution is the blueprint for liberty, um, chaining down bureaucrats and professional do-gooders, folks. This is important as could be. Now, there's two financial stories that I want to talk about, uh, Dr. Bradley. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, good morning to all. Um, as we say often here, it's time to mow the lawn again. Can you believe it? I mean, here it is. Weeks go by and just the kind of, I hate to say warp speed <coughs> for all the connotations that go with that. But, uh, no, uh, you've raised some issues today that... Uh, are extremely concerning, and uh, I don't know if you're going to talk about them or not. But holy cow, we yeah, let's are talk about out it. of control. We're in serious trouble. So they're moving to the digital dollar. Headline says this: stock markets head down as interest rates rise. Stocks fell again Thursday, deepening Wall Street's losses. For the week, listen, as central banks around the world hike interest rates to fight inflation. Anyway, they talk about the S&P. They talk about this is down since, you know, whatever. And um, it reflects concerns among investors. They may have to do something different. We need to hike interest rates enough to tame inflation, but, quote, not so much that the economy slips into a recession. Wall Street's worried that they may be pumping too much into a already slowing economy. And um, they say the problem is that'll make a recession much more likely. Anyway, they go on and on and on and on. But I look at this and I say, where's this going to head, Dr. Bradley? Are we going to go into a, um, I don't know what you want to say, October with a financial crash possibly? Are we going to? Are they pushing too hard? Where do we end up with all this, do you think? Well, there's so much to talk about. The central banks are the cause of the inflation. The central banks, in fact, Ben Bernanke, when he was in as the Fed chair, admitted that the 1929 crash was caused by the Federal Reserve. Uh, Probably most of your listeners already know the Federal Reserve is not federal, nor is there a reserve. It's a private banking consortium that uh, controls the United States economy unconstitutionally in violation of, you know, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 5, this idea that uh, Congress has power to coin money. And uh, basically, they, back in 1913, said, <coughs> well, the bankers themselves, and if you ha- if, holy cow, where to go with this? If you haven't read The Creature from Jekyll Island by... Uh, uh, G. Edward Griffin, 
it, it's a big, thick book. It maybe looks intimidating to people when they first see it. They need to get it. G. Edward Griffin is a magnificent writer, extremely well uh, researched on it. It reads like a page-turner uh, mystery novel, and, and he documents clearly how the uh, Federal Reserve was put together by the bankers, the Wall Street bankers, and foisted upon the nation as something to prevent the Wall Street bankers from controlling the economy. And, and literally, uh, Griffin peels the onion. It, it, it's, so inf it's so insightful, and it's enthralling to read. It's depressing to read. But the fact of the matter is that the Federal Reserve and all of the world um, central banks are the cause of inflation. Now, of course, all of the monetary policies of, of uh, the political hacks that are out there in office are facilitated by it. The bankers are more than happy to loan us gobs of money, trillions of dollars, many trillions, far beyond the uh, uh, admitted debt, and uh, because they create it out of thin air. I mean, people just understand this. They create the money out of thin air. There is no real money being created by them. And uh, they put it on the ledger. They say, oh, by the way, now the United States taxpayer owes us this amount of money. We're on the hook. Our grandchildren are on the hook. Our great-grandchildren are on the hook for this. And somehow, and I, I, I honestly have got to admit, I do not. Um, I don't understand how they're manipulating the precious metals market right now. The precious metals market should be going whacked right now because of what's happening with the funny money, the digital currency, the issues of inflation, the ideas of uh, interest rates going up, the stock market tanking. All of these things should be, in a true free market, reflected in an increase in the precious metal stuff. And it, I, I'm baffled as to exactly how they're doing it. I, but but I, I'm confident they are doing it. And your friend Brian Rust probably... I don't know if he's as baffled as I am. Maybe he has a little more insight because he's in that precious metals industry. But I'm here to tell you that when the thing finally does come off, uh, just to tell you a couple of little quick stories. In Federalist 73 and Federalist 79, Alexander Hamilton talks about a that they're just a slight variation between the two. But in essence, a power over the man's subsistence is a power over the man. And if we do not have a, an economy based upon free and worth money, you have a power over the subsistence and so therefore have a power over the man. And they can create inflation which robs the saver and the taxpayer and everybody. The people that manipulated are the ones making the money. And <coughs> it is absolutely astounding to me um, that uh, John Maynard Keynes made a statement back in the 30s. Sounds like we've got to take a break already. What's happening? Is there time warp Time going is on? flying when you're having fun, buddy. Hard-hitting well, news can't. that I refuse to use. The inflation is out of control, folks. The central banks are the problem. There's no doubt about it. I've got more for you in seconds. Dr. Bradley and Sam Bushman on your radio.
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman on your radio. So the central bank really is the problem, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's the central bank in the United States, the Federal Reserve, or whatever it is. There's a huge battle going on y'all know who david melpass is or melpas i don't know how you say it Uh, anyway david melpass he refused to acknowledge that fossil fuels are warming the planet yeah who is this guy well he catapulted onto the international stage three years ago when donald trump nominated him to become president of the world Bank, ladies and gentlemen. That's who David Melpass is. He's the president of the World Bank. And he's not acknowledging that global warming uh, is a problem. He refused to acknowledge that fossil fuels are warming the planet. Now, it gets interesting because they say the uproar began on Tuesday when Mr. Melpass refused to say during a public event in the New York Times whether the burning of oil and gas and coal was driving climate change. So now they want to fire this guy um, because they say, hey, he's not fit to run the World Bank. He's funding gas and oil projects, fossil fuel projects, and that's a big problem. They want him to stop that. They want him to spend his money and promote uh, climate change. Uh, The World Bank is owned by like 187 nations. 
and they say this guy's unfit to serve because he won't double down and defend the global agenda of climate change and government's reactions there, too. The World Bank is supposed to help countries out of poverty. It basically lends money to um, third world countries, if you will, uh, who couldn't get money elsewhere and or uh, gives it to them at more favorable terms or conditions, interest rates, etc., than they could get normally on the open market, etc., etc. Anyway, this guy got beat up. He wouldn't say it first, but then he caved, and now he's kind of acknowledging that, hey, you know, climate change is, um, you know, being caused by uh, people and humans and our use of fossil fuels. And anyway, it's hard to say if this guy's a good guy or not. It's interesting he's fighting climate change in a way by not acknowledging it, but if he eventually caves, what good is it? This is Donald Trump's guy. Every time we hear about Donald Trump's appointees, we find out they make a show of being our friends, doctor, but they're not really. If this guy wasn't going to answer this, why did he eventually cave? This is disaster. It is. uh, I, I think if the truth were known, Donald Trump probably appointed more more uh, deep state people to high level administrative and you know policy types types of positions than his predecessor uh, so obama in his 8 years uh, probably appointed fewer than trump did in his 4 years and so th- this is an enigma of of uh, huge proportions but going back to this world bank guy um First of all, World Bank, are you kidding me? I mean, they're going to take control of the whole world's economy. And where does World Bank get its money? Most of it from the Fed, which is created uh, out of thin air um, <coughs> by the, using the U.S. dollar, which creates more inflationary forces in the world because as you create more money to, to chase the same amount of goods and services, the same amount of goods and services cost more dollars. So that's that's the philosophy that's been in play since 1913. Since then, about 98% of the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar has been lost because of these inflationary processes. And, of course, FDR uh, accelerated in 1933 with his seizing of gold and immediately repricing gold, uh, taking away a huge percentage of the value of the dollar, of course, uh, Nixon with his closing of the gold window, and then, of course, before that, they took away the silver out of the uh, uh, coin that we carry. Uh, you know, pre-64 stuff had about 90%. There's some anomalies to that where they did some other strange things. But in by and large, uh, after 64, you don't have anything but uh, base metal in your coins. So anyway, this has been something going on for a really long time. Uh, but but the uh, chickens are coming home to roost. There's a big movement to uh, to go to this digital currency thing, and again with the digital currency, you can see you can see what happened with the lead dude in the World Bank when he wasn't doing the politically correct woke thing. They took him to task. Well, what happens when they control access to your account with digital currency? And if your Facebook page or your Twitter account or your Radio pronouncements, Sam, happen to not agree with uh, with the woke narrative, with with uh, environment or corporatism or the you know the uh, made up sexual status of this or that or the other, whatever it is, they they give you a, a credit score 
which is happening in China. And they say, these, these guys are not really friends of society because they're not saying the right things. And so you lose your ability to purchase certain things or to travel or to uh, maybe be able to have access to things you really need, like food. Holy cow. And so these kind of control systems, and by the way, that, that has been going on a long time. If you look at this dastardly deed that was done to the Americans in October of uh, 2001, when the so-called USA Patriot Act was passed, and we could give you the statistics on how it was railroaded through Congress, signed by George W., and put into effect, I'm one of the few people in the world, maybe, maybe the only one, I don't know, that's thoroughly read it, and uh, annotated it, and cross-referenced it, and marginal notes, and the whole nine yards. But basically, that put the uh, banking system, the people you bank with every day, your friendly little face you walk into the cash counter with, uh, they are the watchdog for the government. They report to the Homeland Security people or some other agency they've created now. And um, if you have the wrong amount of banking that um, doesn't quite fit your pattern, they report that kind of stuff. You have to document to the nth degree because of the USA Patriot Act, your issues with banking, you open a new account, it doesn't fit the, the pattern, it gets reported. Your friendly branch manager probably goes to their vice president, their vice president, I don't know where they take it, their cashier or whatever, but it goes up the line as it gets filtered. And I personally know of this. I have been subject to that kind of thing because <laughs> I had a daughter some years ago that tried to burn our house down. Not really. It was an accident. But when I got the insurance check, um, uh, it, it caused a, a ripple through this system that was established in 2001 under the USA Patriot Act because I was depositing a check that was much larger than my standard banking procedures. And, and it uh, ended up with interviews with me and those kinds of things. At any rate, um, we are finding our economic uh, independence has been very, very much controlled. And just one little quick other item because I know we're coming up on another break. Holy cow. Pancho Villa, a communist revolutionary in Mexico 110 years ago, was stomping around uh, Mexico, and he could not, he couldn't take full control if the people had access to a free economy. Uh, Mexico has some very, very, very rich uh, silver mines, for example. Some of the ore comes out at 90%. That's, that's what coin before... <laughs> Uh, 1964 was in the United States, 90% silver. Pancho Villa blasted all the mines shut so the people would not be able to have control over their monetary system so he could put out a funny money system. And we're just that on steroids now with the digital currency and all of the other controls that are in there. Of course, currency really, real precious metal stuff is really just trading. You trade precious metals for other commodities like food or a car or gas or whatever. Well, uh, we can see how that worked out for the Kulaks with their commodity, food, in the 1930s when Stalin took control of all of that and starved 10 million Kulaks to death. Well, he blew up a lot of them too with his artillery. But, but the fact of the matter is it was to control the economic 
independence of these kulaks. These were landed peasants that uh, that had farms, but that was a commodity, just like gold or silver is. And uh, Stalin had to control it in order to control them. And so uh, this is where we're going, folks, with uh, with this digital currency. It is absolutely absurd. The Federal Reserve, the banking system, the everything is based upon a Marxist philosophy of control and containment of our of our freedom. Sounds like another break, Sam. Quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Are we going to have a crash in October just before the election? What's going to happen? Any idea? What the heck is a fossil fuel anyway? Are you a denier? Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. On Friday, the USS Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier and ships from its strike group docked at a naval base in the southern port city of Busan. Ahead of joint drills with South Korean forces, North Korea has denounced previous U.S. military deployments and joint drills as rehearsals for war and proof of hostile policies by Washington and Seoul. The United States Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, talks Russia and their war in Ukraine on MSNBC as the world again hears President Putin threaten use of nuclear weapons. We have isolated Russia in the United Nations in the Security Council. We got 141 countries to vote to condemn Russia. We suspended them from the Human Human Rights Council. Uh, They hear every single time we're sitting in the Council condemnation of what they are doing. Dark money is a new topic this election cycle, but dark money has been around for a while. Dark money is primarily bankrolled by anonymous donations passed through nonprofits. In the senatorial race in Arizona, Democrat Senator Mark Kelly has said, undisclosed contributions are poisoning the American political system and drowning out the voices of everyday Arizonans, end quote. Federal Election Commission records show Somos PAC, considered dark money, has put over $337,000 into Mark Kelly's re-election campaign. After just hours of deliberations, a former North Texas police officer has been found not guilty of murder in the shooting death of a man in October of 2020. The trial of former Wolf City police officer Sean Lucas. The officer was arrested and charged after he shot and killed Jonathan Price, who was not following repeated instructions and resisted arrest. USA Radio News. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-568-2790. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about 100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. 
Call Term Provider at 800-568-2790. That's 800-568-2790. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, so this World Bank leader, ladies and gentlemen, at first, you know, didn't want to acknowledge that fossil fuels are warming the planet there. And uh, World Bank president then told CNN that he agrees climate change is caused by humans burning fossil fuels and that he's not a denier so i just thought i'd ask the question to the good doctor and i'll answer it myself by the way also are you now or have you ever been a climate denier dr bradley (laughs) well i don't deny there's a climate i don't deny that it changes I don't also deny that it hasn't changed, uh, maybe not an infinite number of times, but a great many number of times throughout all of history, warming and cooling. And in fact, uh, I'm old enough, uh, I was of age and and uh, cognizant of, of the things that were going on when when they predicted uh, the idea that we'd be in a, an ice age uh, shortly. And of course... There have been many ice, many ice ages, and maybe not many large ice ages, but but there have been many ice ages off and on um, throughout history. You know, back in the early 1800s, uh, there was a, a, a some summers that there really wasn't any summers. They had, you know, snow in New England, uh, uh, huge amounts, copious amounts of snow uh, in during the summer months, and. Uh, uh, the crops failed and everything else like that. It, it's just astonishing how we've gone from uh, global cooling to global warming to climate change now. And and so they, they've got it right completely now. It is changing. Uh, the, the thing I would contend is that uh, uh, human-caused climate change is, is, a, uh, is an unproven theory. Let's put it that way. Um, some years ago, as you know, I, I was a director and department head at, at a major university, and I would query sometimes some of the upper atmosphere theorists and, and experts. In fact, um, uh, oftentimes, in fact, some years ago, I did a, a radio program where I interviewed a uh, upper atmosphere scientist uh, out of a uh, university in Montana. We had some great, great discussions and the ones that I talked to privately, offline, without a, a listening audience, were unequivocal in their statement that there is no no evidence that climate change is caused by humans. Um, and and the, I mean, it was like they were willing to put a stronger stake in the ground than I thought they would be in any way, shape, or form. But they, they also were honest enough to say that without uh, towing the line in terms of the politically correct, acceptable uh, viewpoint, they would lose funding from grants that they receive from various sources. And so it's they're bought and paid for. I mean, that's as nice a way as I can say it. They're selling their souls, their whores. 
and that's the problem. They give them what they want, and we hear it, and, and this idea that climate change is a consensus thing is false. Uh, there's a guy named Robinson. I can't remember. He's out of Oregon, as I think. I can't think of his first name right now. A Ph.D. Uh, scientist guy. He's got a huge, uh, it's not really a petition, but, uh, but a sign-on thing where you can say, uh, I, I'm a scientist, and I don't believe in, in this man-caused uh, human-caused climate change. It is not a consensus thing. It is completely contrived by the manipulative uh, social uh, agenda that is being promoted by certain in certain circles, and uh, money is is uh, controlled going to those that do research. It's kind of like AIDS research or anything else you can think of. There's a social agenda behind it. These made-up sexual status things are the same way. Um, yes, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, I am a global warming denier. All right? I am a climate denier. And let me explain what I mean by that because, again, I don't deny that there's the climate, and I don't deny that the climate changes. But I'm a climate denier because you've got to understand their whole intent and definition. That is this. Fossil fuels being used by humans is causing extreme climate catastrophe, and you're at fault because you burn what they term fossil fuels. I'm a denier that they have facts to prove their theory. Okay, They don't have facts. Well, you can say, well, we can show that the Earth is warmed. Yeah, but showing that the Earth is warming or cooling or changing doesn't prove human cause. It also doesn't prove that fossil fuels are the cause. I even debate the term fossil fuel. It makes you believe that it came from dinosaurs. But when you really study what fossil fuels are, they say it's plants and all kind of things. And oftentimes uh, it's naturally occurring by the earth. Well, that's a completely different discussion now. See, we can't even debate on what fossil fuels really are, where they really came from, how they're made. We can't even solve that debate much less solve the idea that these kinds of fuels being used by humans is causing the warming. And even if you can prove, which you cannot, that my burning of fossil fuels causes warming and I'm at fault, you can't prove that warming is bad for society. You could say, yeah, certain things are melting when they didn't used to, Sam. This is proof. You know, animals are dying. You know, so what? The dinosaurs were on the earth and things changed and the dinosaurs became extinct. Uh, and humans came on the planet. How do you know it's not just a natural evolution of the planet? Maybe humans have their time on the earth, and then they're extinct. You know, we don't know all the laws of God. We don't know all the uh, natural science realities, whatever term you want. But to tie my behavior to a cause and an effect so that governments can control me, or change my lifestyle, or manipulate me, that's where I have a problem. Whether you can prove cause and effect along this whole chain is debatable at every stage. But what's not debatable is I'm saying the government has no authority to steal my God-given inalienable rights on this hypothesis that they've scientifically put together and built consensus around. It doesn't make it any more true, even if 100 people out of 100 people tell you the sun doesn't come up in the morning. It doesn't make it so. And so, we've, ladies and gentlemen, we've been bar, uh, uh, barbecued on this issue. 
Okay, we let them boil it down to you're a climate change denier, and you're either are or you're not. See, well, I'm not if you want to talk about the real sense, but I am if you want to talk about their definition, right? And what they do is they have this cause and effect lie where they want you to believe that somehow because we can show the earth is going, look at the thermometer, look at the charting we've done, the temperatures are going up. So what? That doesn't prove anything. How do you know the temperatures wouldn't go up anyway? Well, because we know that CO2 and this and that caught, you know, is what helps the earth stay warm. And the more of it you put in there, the warmer it gets. So that doesn't prove uh, the disasters that you're claiming are there or are the consequence, are the reality. See, we've got so many issues to debate, to debate in this complicated topic, Dr. Bradley, um, that they want to boil it down to you're just a denier, and therefore we can just now assault you based on your less-than-normal status because the consensus is against you. This is the lie in the communistic group think that we have got to jettison. We have got to say, look, your term global warming denier or you're not a denier, uh, is bogus because they boiled it down to where you can't even discuss what you agree to, what you don't agree to. We can't discuss the scientific details or lack thereof of this at all with this type of, um, what is it, an ad hominem attack? Uh, You just can't deal with this if they boil it down to these circumstances. Well, they know that. That's why they want to pigeonhole you, and so they... They basically uh, disparage you by putting you in a pigeonhole that takes you right out of the argument. This is, uh, you know, another example of the censorship that, that goes on. I mean, whether you're talking about the big tech censorship or if you talk about the jab, the death shot, the, the clot shot, whatever you want to call it, and they take you off the air or off the social media, there's an effort to control the discussion, and, and you're... you're uh, statement about an ad hominem attack is is uh, absolutely correct uh, basically uh, you know an ad hominem attack is is basically a personal attack you're ugly they don't like your hat your haircut you're overweight you're whatever. an ignorant denier out of step with science and reality uh, so so basically Damn. you know they're out of arguments any on any argument you're in if they resort to ad hominem attacks you know, you can't use logic, region, and intelligence because they're, they're out of gas. And so if they start using an ad hominem attack, you know that their arguments are gone, they're out of gas, and, and uh, boy, we're just going to tell everybody how dumb you are. Well, that doesn't win an argument because... Well, and when they say they built scientific consensus, they might have forced people to go along due to money and control and everything else. But consensus doesn't even mean that it's true. There used to be a consensus. The world was flat. Does that make it true? So all, science, all science is based upon questioning and examining and seeking. Hang tight. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens 
often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem. I want to take this reality check on climate change now. There's no proof of all the pieces they put in place. In other words, just because the planet's warming, and I debate even if that's true, uh, it can be cyclical. It can be a, a reality of a lot of things. But even if we do say, hey, fossil fuel is being used, therefore the temperature is going up, and you're at fault humanoid. It doesn't change the fact that who says a warmer climate is bad or wrong. What was the climate like when the dinosaurs were here? What's the climate going to be like when we're uh, maybe not supposed to stay on the earth as the human race? Will there be a time when the human race, um, you know, isn't on the earth and there's other periods? Time will tell. But this World Bank president, in my opinion, is an idiot. This guy's appointed by Donald Trump. President David Melpass is his name. And this guy at first tried to not claim global warming or climate change, uh, but they want to fire him. They said, you can't have a global bank leader that doesn't believe in climate change. He's got to believe in climate change or he's out. So now he went to CNN and said, I believe, I believe, I believe in climate change. Okay, are you now or have you ever been a climate change denier? See, that's the way they play the games. Climate change denier. Those three words now mean a whole series of things that are absolutely not provable. All right, let's take this now to the COVID reality. Biden declared to 60 Minutes on Sunday that the coronavirus pandemic is over. But the Department of Health and Human Services told the Daily Caller there are no plans for the administration to rescind the emergency order that was put in place in the Donald Trump days think about that you had an emergency put in place by donald in the early days of the pandemic now joe says the pandemic's over but there are no plans to rescind the emergency one key reason may be that the emergency declaration is the linchpin to a whole host of policies that are key to the biden agenda 15 million americans for example risk losing health coverage once the pandemic declaration of emergency is over, 
Biden's recent decision to offer $10,000 of relief for student loans and up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients. Well, all that was done under the, quote, pretext that there's a national ongoing public health emergency. So powers, then they claim, used by Biden to offer the relief are only constitutional if the national emergency remains active. That's completely bogus. That isn't the only important policy that hinges on a public health emergency. Hey, you could lose Medicaid, 15 million people, which prevents states from kicking people off of Medicaid while the emergency is in place. That would be a big blow to the Biden administration. Anyway, they go on and on and on. So they say, hey, you know what? Health care, the lack of health care reached an all-time low in 2022. Well, that's because they've got this emergency um, reality, which forces people on the rolls. And then states, by law, supposedly can't take them off the rolls. People lose access to telehealth services and all kind of things here. It goes on and on and on. And they continue and say, hey, the vaccines couldn't continue to be distributed. Um, All these things couldn't happen. So this national emergency declaration is further incitement and justification for all kinds of policies from vaccines to mask orders. It just goes on and on and on. Right. It goes on and on. But they claim that it's only constitutional if the emergency is in place. Dr. Bradley, constitutionally, they don't have authority to keep an emergency in place at all. So if we want to talk about the Constitution, let's go to the core. They don't even have authority to declare long-term emergencies like this. It was never constitutional. It it hasn't been and isn't and won't be. There is no authority to suspend individual God-given rights based upon a germ invasion. I mean, you know, the Founding Fathers had lived through pandemics, if you will, whether it was yellow fever or cholera or smallpox, whatever. Um, the, they, uh, they, were, they had them among them. It was, uh, they, there was great terror, I guess, if you want to think of it that way, that occurred when these things occurred. And uh, they didn't put a clause in the Constitution that says, oh, 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 wait, King's X, we, we suspend the Constitution when when these things occur no it's never at any time ever been a been a constitutional approach to this i don't care who was president whether it was trump or biden or whether obama was there or trump um, or excuse me truman or whoever else nobody it doesn't matter it never has been and uh, this idea you bring up some very important points the idea that all of the overreach that happened under the guise of an emergency uh, they can't let go of it. And, and the thing that they've pulled this, they've foisted a complete fabrication on the whole the United States and the whole world, and they've gotten away with crimes, should be punished with a Nuremberg-type trial. But, but look, we declare an emergency, and suddenly we have uh, basically unending power. They could say, oh, Firearms are causing a great burden upon the United States today. Oh, my goodness gracious sakes alive. Oh, the climate problem is an emergency. We're going to seize huge powers. No, they're fools, buffoons, baboons, and idiots. And we are too because we allow it to happen. 
and and this has got to stop because they're they're claiming things there's no authority to do so and w what's to stop them uh, you know climate sure oh yeah D disease sickness guns the idea that uh, you know maybe people have ideas of their own about uh, you know strongly held you know where you have a consciousness of of god and a willingness of oh we can't have god out there oh my goodness we're gonna we, we it would throw chaos into this nation and and people might not be willing to do abortions and oh man i wish there was time to talk about some bills that are out there sam right now where the federal government has got a bill it's the 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 house has got a bill out that says they'll pay to send women any state they want. They'll pay all, you know, travel costs, food costs, child care costs, um, uh, cult consulting and, and uh, counseling costs, uh, doula costs, everything if someone just wants to go to California to get an abortion or wherever they got, you know, this uh, dastardly thing still under control. We could talk about that at length. We could talk about some of the other bills out there that they're using, uh, HR, I think it's 8770. Uh, it's an expand the vote thing where they refused in, in committee the other day to take a, a, uh, an amendment that said that you couldn't construe this in any way to prevent, uh, I mean, to, to allow uh, illegals, people that are here in this country and not citizens, to vote. Uh, by a, a 21 to 12 vote, the Democrats said, 100% uh, of the Democrats voted and said, we're not going to say in this bill that illegals can't vote. I, come on, people. We have manipulation that goes so far beyond. People think they can do whatever they want as long as they get in office, and they're destroying the nation because we, the people, do not understand the limits and bounds of the United States Constitution, and they take an oath to it, and they violate it every moment. Well, Hey, if you can keep calling this an emergency pandemic thing, uh, that I don't believe any more are sick right now than would have been uh, two years ago, or any less sick right now than would have been two years ago if it had just been allowed to be played out without government intervention and hundreds of billions of dollars being sent to states and and uh, emergency authorization of, of uh, jabs that, uh, that are killing people and disa disabling them, uh, that continue even today. Can you imagine if the emergency use authorization goes away? Holy cow, what are the vaccine manufacturers going to do when they don't have an approved vaccine that they're making billions of dollars off? Oh, yeah. The, it, we're manipulated into basically oblivion by those that hold power at the highest levels of government. And again, I, it goes across administrations. It goes across party. It's absolutely... It's Think about this, absurd. ladies and gentlemen. Really, at the core of all this, uh, the issue is honesty, ladies and gentlemen. They have to lie to force their agenda, whether it be climate change, whether it be vaccines. They have to have these emergency orders in place because it takes us out of day-to-day -day constitutional provisions and supposedly subjects us to the whims of whoever needs to manage the emergency in whatever ways they deem uh, necessary. The bottom line is it's criminal. It's flat out unconstitutional. 
even if you say the president has a narrow window where he can declare an emergency, at some point you would have to get the legislative bodies involved to say, hey, you know what, do we endorse this emergency or do we reject it? At some point there's checks and balances. At some point you look at the general government, you say that's fine, you could declare a national emergency for the 10-mile square, but you can't for the several states. There's no authority or precedence. There's no uh, delegated permission uh, in any way for any of these things. But see, if Americans don't understand the Constitution, they can't insist obedience there too. They can't hold people accountable for what they don't even understand. And that's really the core of this discussion, folks, is we've got to turn back to the supreme law of our land and delegated authority and say, where's your authority? The second the president wants to do anything or anybody wants to say anything, the global bank guy or whatever, hey, they just say something and it's supposedly God's law. It's a lie. It violates our laws, the supreme law of the United States, and we need to call a halt to the con game for these people. The only way we can do it is if people are educated enough. The president has no authority to keep an emergency going, much declare, much less declare one in the first place. Now, even if you debate, well, he can declare one, Sam, fine, but he can't just keep it in place forever without any congressional oversight. Where's the delegated authority for that? It doesn't exist, doctor. Read your constitution carefully. See if there's any any slightest, and and the problem is that that uh, people have to realize if if you read the Tenth Amendment, if we did not delegate authority, you do not have authority, and and you know it's uh, they keep manipulating it. Look what FDR did. So let me be clear: Trump made the original declaration without authority. Correct. Biden continues in the same policy. Correct. Right. FDR did it with banking. Oh, we got a banking emergency. Oh, we're going to declare a banking holiday. If they do it again, it'll be just as unconstitutional as it was when, when uh, FDR did it. You cannot. The general government does not have authority to do any of these things. They have. All right, let's get into power. more authority next hour about power and authority. The next headline says this, and I'll tease it this hour. Get to it next hour. House passes funding. For police departments. Yeah, so the, now the House at the general government level is trying to pass where they can fund your local police department. You fine with that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not. It's criminal activity at the highest level of our government. It's stealing our money for unconstitutional purposes and then pretending they have authority. They don't. We'll talk about it next hour in more detail, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to learn the truth and then you've got to stand on it if we the people don't insist. They'll do whatever they want with us, folks, and our liberty loss will happen on our watch. We can't let that occur. we got to turn to God Almighty and do the best we can to promote God, family, and country. we got to do it. we got to get involved, and there's no time to waste, folks. FreedomsRisingSun.com for Dr. Scott Bradley. LovingLiberty.net for Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. This is our two of two, the goal to promote God, family, country, to protect life, liberty, and property, to use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, to reject revolution, stand for peaceful restoration. This is the broadcast for September 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, we talked last or yesterday to Richard C. Lyons. He's a multi-award winning author a political commentator, an author, poet, screenwriter, and a whole lot more. RichardCLyons.com is where you can go to his website. He wrote two new books, The DNA of Democracy and Shadows of the Acropolis. Uh, And he really believes um, in a lot of what we believe in. The problem that I have, folks, is when you talk about a democracy, uh, you know, I say we don't have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic. And then they say, yeah, we know, we know. But the broader term is democracy. And, and, you know, and they go on and on. And I don't mean to attack any guest that I ever have on the radio, but I feel differently. This is not a semantics discussion. Okay? This is not a, well, in the broader sense, we're democracy. Because you vote for your politicians and we all have a say at the most local level and then representative government. Yeah, we have elements of a democracy in our society. But we do not have a democracy, folks. And they say, well, why is U.S. politics becoming so deeply Polarized that citizens feel underrepresented or disenfranchised, regardless of who's president. How come people are turning to violence as their only way and they're talking past each other? Um, you got all these questions. Well, the answer, ladies and gentlemen, is because even the good guys don't even know. <laughs> okay? Even the good guys, they're all running around talking about a democracy. When I call them out on it and say, we don't have a democracy, folks, they go, well, I- I know, the Constitutional Republic, but in a broader sense, it's a democracy. And they always deceive themselves into going back to that very term. Why? It's beyond me. Because look, the Founding Fathers warned us against democracies. Every other revolution that that foments democracies literally either fails in the revolutionary stage or fails shortly thereafter because democracy makes a nation go demon crazy and lose everything they've had. Folks, it's on the cycle of disruption. Okay, a constitutional republic is based on different things, like a moral and a religious people, based on the rule of law, based on principles and fundamentals. Okay, and the reason that we're melting down now is because we've rejected a constitutional republic, replete with all the elements I speak of, and we believe that democracy can take its place in a broader sense, or that the words don't matter much, or that, okay, they lie to you. And on that altar uh, is our destruction, folks. We then had Pete Sepp of the National Taxpayers Union talking to us. And we talked about, hey, this IRS is going to get out of control and abuse us all. Right? Well, all that comes down to, look, if we just accept that we're democracy, if we just somehow accept these lies, okay, markets head down as interest rates rise. You're going to always have turmoil on the market when you have fake money. Got it? It's a fundamental reality. Whether they claim global warming or, you know, climate change or call you a denier or whatever else, the truth is God gave us this earth. He wants us to care for it and tend it and do the best we can with it. But he didn't put us on this earth to be at odds or in this hate relationship with the earth. That either man does okay and the earth is destroyed or the earth is fine and man, uh, whatever. Okay, this is a government lie of division. Okay. Biden declared in 60 minutes that the coronavirus pandemic is over, but they'll never get rid of the pandemic declaration because they want that emergency powers, which is unconstitutional as all get out. 
But for hour two, the headline says, House passes funding for police departments. I kid you not. Okay, and what they've got is this big old news article that talks about, hey, their Democrats have been accused of being weak on crime. You know, the, this idea that they're going to defund the cops and all this stuff has come back to haunt them so bad. Now, for the elections, they're trying to reverse course. So they passed this funding for police departments idea. The House passed, quote, bipartisan legislation, uh, increasing funding for local police departments. All right. But then they go on and on and on, and they talk about it was a bipartisan majority who voted 360 to 64 in favor of the centerpiece of the bill package called the Invest to Protect Act or whatever it's called. Okay, this thing is disaster. The Invest to Protect Act, folks, is a disaster. But again, we just allow this to happen, and we act like, well, the Democrats did it. No, folks, Republicans are on board with this big time too, right? Okay, this is the problem. They don't have any authority to have the federal government give money to the local police departments. So at first the Democrats said defund them, defund them. Now they say let's double down in centralized funding of your local police department. Compliments of who? Partnerships like the FBI, and we go on and on and on and on. Doctor, again, this is disaster, and the Republicans are on it just as much as the Democrats. Well, and indeed they are. Uh, let's go back to the democracy thing just for a minute, and let's talk about the police thing and how it's it's so close to violating the Third Amendment. Uh, and, of course, the Article 1, Section 8, which gives authority to give certain powers and to be carried out by the Congress. I mean, all of these things we can talk about and, and kind of peel the onion on this. There is not a shred of anything that um, follows Founding Fathers' original intent. Let's just talk about democracies for a second. Uh, chapter two of my book, To Preserve the Nation, is titled Republics versus Democracies. I, I devote over 30 pages. Again, each chapter of my book was intended ultimately and finally to be a, a book. So it was kind of the preface to the book, what each chapter discusses. Uh, I've been discouraged from doing that by a lot of people that say, oh, no, 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 we got too much to read already. Your little 526-page pamphlet here that's your book is uh, just, just more than enough. So they don't want to immerse themselves in the depth and breadth of whatever lie or whatever truth has to be exposed further. But Chapter 2 talks about republics versus democracies. There's a, a segment in there called the democracy deception. And in that, we kind of peel the onion, if you will, uh, out of Marx's manifesto, the idea that that he, Marx, uh, Lenin, uh, Chairman Mao, Woodrow Wilson, you name the great communists that you can know were on the earth, and uh, they all basically said democracy is a stepping stone to communism. It's not a semantics thing. It's not a, a broader term or anything like that. The Founding Fathers clearly understood, and in fact, in May of 1787 in the convention, it was clearly discussed the fact that the folly of democracy needed to be exposed and overcome with the new constitution. Uh, these guys knew what they were doing. They said what they said. They did what they said. Their actual words and their deeds confirm this is not a democracy. 
democracy is basically a tyranny of the masses. And, and the, your guest tied it back to the, uh, you know, the ancient Greeks with the title of his book. Um, the, the Greek Yeah, and the ancient Greeks failed. They failed, but, but the founding fathers examined their philosophies. We discussed the idea of using democracy to decide uh, guilt or innocence in a trial. A, a vote does not decide guilt or innocent. Opinion does not mean that. Well, and a consensus and, doesn't mean that climate change is, and humans are responsible for climate change and that it's got negative effects and that the government needs to control it. Okay, this consensus doesn't build fact around this either. Or the pandemic response and the emergency declared. Supposedly the pandemic's over, but the emergency powers are still in place. See, consensus on this or ignoring the truth or pretending they have authority or whatever. None of this means anything. Folks, when you really get down to it, you've got to understand the truth, doctor. That is that is correct. And, and you know, one individual standing with God is a majority. And I know I'm overplaying the majority issue. But, but if, in fact, 99 out of 100 or 100 out of 100 decide something and make it a 100% consensus does not violate eternal principles. And... And these things about individual God-given rights are eternal principles. And, and it's, it's astounding to me how you find, well, we'll just kind of segue this into your, your police uh, bill that you're talking about, how we had just a handful, figuratively speaking, in the House that uh, opposed this federal funding of police agencies. Part of the strength of this nation is the independence of local police agencies. And, and when you get central planning, people, central planning is, is the bane to liberty. I mean, whether it's the communist way of, of deciding that everybody's going to grow beets this year because they decided beets were a good thing to grow, you'll destroy your, your agricultural economy. If you have central planning on police, you're going to get the same kind of thing. And, and the Third Amendment was, was to prevent the king's officers from being housed among us. So listen to this, say, ladies whoa. and gentlemen. It says the House passes funding for local police departments. It's called the Invest to Protect Act, and they say which would give $60 million a year for five years to local police departments. So you're talking $300 million over five years for your local police department. Think about that, folks. And I ask, where do they get authority? Where is authority for Congress to do this? They don't have authority for this at all, Doctor. They, they do not have the slightest shred of authority. Read the Tenth Amendment again. Read Article 1, Section 8. Read the Constitution in its entirety carefully. There is no authority to front this. And not only do they have no authority, they have no money. Where's it coming Amen. from? Amen. But you look at the IRS expansion, and now you look at this expansion by your general or your federal government into local police. Pretty soon your local police will be just an extension of the FBI. Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online 
from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Your call is being transferred to the listening ear, listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. Hello, listening here. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy, she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Um... This isn't, uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. It's absolutely unconstitutional what they're doing at every level, ladies and gentlemen. Until we call a halt to the con game and insist on our rights, uh, we need to understand we delegated limited authority, and they're taking broad authority from that limited delegated authority. And unless we call a halt to the con game by insisting they stop, they're going to continue, and it's going to get worse. Check out this headline. Tucker Carlson and Glenn Beck blasted credit card companies Thursday evening over a new merchant code for firearms purchases. Now, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. They say if you wanted to ban guns, all guns, and if you wanted to disarm the population, the first thing you would do would be to track the purchases. Well, that's exactly what they've done. Not surprisingly, they say that's now happening, Carlson said. So Visa, the largest payment processor in the world, has announced that it's going to track your gun purchases. They've established a new merchandise category now, ladies and gentlemen. It's for uh, guns and ammunition used by retailers. So it's not just guns, it's ammo too, right? MasterCard has also announced similar plans. The International Standards Organization, they call it ISO, announced a new merchant category code, MCC. All right? And now everybody's calling for this code to be used on those purchases so that you can track and eventually control them. They say... Our network doesn't allow us to deny whatever, and they go on and on. But at the end of the day, look, the government is losing the battle to take your guns. 
The politicians are willing to stand up to some degree to stop them. Now they're basically going outside of your system, and they're saying, well, we can't legislate this, so what we'll do is we'll mandate it via these large credit card processors that are now the gateway eventually to all purchases. This is how they're criminally moving forward, and the government would say, well, we're not responsible. The private sector's doing it. The private sector would say, well, yeah, we're doing it. But the question becomes, hey, there's already favoritism for these credit card companies who have a virtual monopoly. You tie all that, eventually you go back to the World Bank, to the Federal Reserve. to the That's where all money is monopolized and created out of thin air in America. You put this together, and they're going to literally force you into records, which will put you in harm's way at the least. Because remember, now they're funding your police department all the way to the local level. Uh, you put all this together. Uh, it does not look good for gun owners at all, Dr. Bradley. You know, it's it's interesting to me uh, what fools we are, and, and that's kind of a charge, an indictment that we should feel really bad about having to accept. Big tech is our friend, right? I mean, look what they did with the censorship issue. Look what they have done with collecting all the data of everything that is said and done and communication links and everything else that the NSA was collecting. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Mike Lee claims he solved that problem by insisting that it go through an independent, private, third party that the government has to obtain it from. They still get it, folks. If they're not collecting it directly, they're collecting it through a third party that's an independent, private source. That's what Mike Lee's bill did. So they're still collecting everything, all the communication links that you make every day, texting, email, voice, everything else like that is being collected by third parties and turned over to the NSA. Okay, so, so just because a third party collects it does not insulate, isolate, and protect you. Big tech, again, Facebook uh, turned over things to, even DuckDuckGo, I'm told, turned over some things during the big COVID thing uh, to government agencies when they requested it. Uh, you say, well, wait, wait a minute. I thought they didn't track you. Well, fact of the matter is it's a ho huge net. The Gestapo, the uh, Stasi, the KGB, y you name all of those alphabet soup organizations that have been uh, collecting and tyrannizing people throughout the decades of the 20th century. And what you have right now is the formulation of an American uh, monopoly on things that will control Americans. And it's a, it's a fascist organization, really. Fascism is a public-private cooperative. It's a collaboration. You know, you begin with economic collaborations, and you put public and private together so that the government uses private people to do their dastardly work. We're doing it right now with the NSA. Uh, this stuff that happened uh, with the censorship, absolutely, private industries censored people and continue to do so. The idea that, um, that they turn stuff over to the government, it might hurt your social, your social credit score, if you will. This is another step in it. It is absolutely horrific. I decry it. I abhor it. It's something that, that uh, really, just because somebody says, oh, it's a, it's a private thing, we shouldn't take any solace in that. Where have you ever found 
These big Leviathan private companies have been our friend. It's like saying, oh, the CIA's our friend. Really? Somebody that participated in the CIA, once CIA, always CIA. That's an aphorism that I coined many years ago. These people are not our friend. And and we we just kind of, well, yeah, but they, we, we had Thursday night football. Wasn't that great? We... we we overlook so many important things, and I decry it also. And and if I I haven't heard Tucker, Tucker Carlson or or Glenn Beck uh, speak out against this, they they may have done a fantastic job, but whatever it is, we need to close this concept down. And and you say, oh well, I pay cash for my ammunition all the time. I got news for you, people, that the redcoats came to Lexington and Concord, April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five. And it was over disarming the colonists. The Second Amendment was an absolute outgrowth of that. But what they were there for was to capture the ball and powder of the colonists. That was the ammunition kids. They were there to do that. That started. That The shot heard around the world happened because they were trying to contain and control the ball and powder. They were trying to capture Sam Adams and and uh, John Hancock, too, because they were rabble-rousers. But the the fact of the other matter is, though, that they had been doing this in other colonies, including Virginia, when when they um, took control of, of their um, uh, public weapons. It's absolutely, we've been down this path before. We should know better. But because, oh, we can, we've got an emergency, or we've got some whimpering, hand-wringing, limp wrist, pencil neck, bureaucrat in the wings trying to control us. I, I, uh, Adolf Eichmann comes to mind. Adolf Eichmann was a gray drab bureaucrat that figured out a way to efficiently move people to be slaughtered in the great concentration camps. He, f he scheduled the railroad uh, connections. Holy cow, I didn't kill anybody. No, I just... I just arranged for them to get there in the most efficient manner. These gray drab bureaucrats are killing us. They're killing us. It's the a disaster, ladies liberty. and gentlemen. <clears throat> now get a load of this story. China paid scientists up to a million dollars each to leave their work on sensitive weapons technologies at the U.S. top nuclear web or nuclear lab and develop weapons for China according to a new intelligence report. Now listen, the report from Strider Technologies details Beijing's campaign to embed 163 Chinese scientists at Los Alamos National Laboratories. Uh, that's where the U.S. first developed nuclear weapons and sensitive U.S.-funded research over the last three decades. Now then the report goes on and says at least 13 of the scientists later returned to China. And then they go on and say China's playing a game that we're not prepared for. <laughs> they say researchers and scientists that train at our labs, that are embedded into our labs, returned to China at an increasing rate, the Senate report stated. There you have it. What do you say to that, Dr. Bradley? Now you've literally got the Chinese communists at our most sensitive labs gaining information blatantly admitted to. 
Well, I, I, I'll just do a couple of quick hits because the, uh, we're idiots. we got to talk about this after the break. So hopefully we'll be able to not forget our train of thought when we come back. Holy cow. Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, it's getting out of control. You put all that together and you've got literally the world declaring American Christians the enemy. Everybody else, partners in the persecution. Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. On Friday, the USS Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier and ships from its strike group docked at a naval base in the southern port city of Busan. Ahead of joint drills with South Korean forces, North Korea has denounced previous U.S. military deployments and joint drills as rehearsals for war and proof of hostile policies by Washington and Seoul. The United States Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, talks Russia and their war in Ukraine on MSNBC as the world again hears President Putin threaten use of nuclear weapons. We have isolated Russia in the United Nations in the Security Council. we got 141 countries to vote to condemn Russia. We suspended them from the Human, Human Rights Council. Uh, they hear every single time we're sitting in the council condemnation of what they are doing. Dark money is a new topic this election cycle, but dark money has been around for a while. Dark money is primarily bankrolled by anonymous donations passed through nonprofits. In the senatorial race in Arizona, Democrat Senator Mark Kelly has said, undisclosed contributions are poisoning the American political system and drowning out the voices of everyday Arizonans, end quote. Federal Election Commission records show Somos PAC, considered dark money, has put over $337,000 into Mark Kelly's re-election campaign. After just hours of deliberations, a former North Texas police officer has been found not guilty of murder in the shooting death of a man in October of 2020. The trial of former Wolf City police officer Sean Lucas. The officer was arrested and charged after he shot and killed Jonathan Price, who was not following repeated instructions and resisted arrest. USA Radio News. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-568-2790. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about 100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-568-2790. That's 800-568-2790. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-568-2790.
So, Dr. Bradley, what you literally have is our government has declared war on we the people and primarily Christians. Okay? From climate change, you're a denier. You're the enemy of everybody. Uh, to I believe God is in charge. They believe government's in charge. That's really the battle of our lifetime. It's like the Tower of Babel, modern times. Uh, Christians are being persecuted and prosecuted at unprecedented levels. You've literally got the government wanting to arrest us for denying climate change. You literally have the government who's had us in a national emergency, allowing War Powers Acts and, and everything else to continue, even though it's absolutely unconstitutional fraudulent. You've got the FBI literally attacking Americans all the way down to the local level, and now you've got Congress, a bipartisan bill, to back the funding of cops from the federal level all the way to the local level. This literally means your local officers are funded to be basically an extension of the FBI, literally locally in your in your community. Uh, folks, you've got now these transgender folks. And are you a transgender or a gender denier? Are you going to, you know, and they go on to the point where everything we hold dear is under assault. God, family, and country. And uh, while they're in bed with the communist Chinese to develop bioweapons like COVID and the COVID supposedly anecdote, the uh, vaccine, both of them are bioweapons. By the time you start messing with folks' DNA and uh, and working with the Chinese with our most top secrets at our labs and letting the communist party Chinese uh, be embedded in some of our most secret research labs and technologies and everything else, then they get sent back to China. And then they're literally saying, you know what, Sam and Scott are the domestic terrorists because they're on the radio peddling fake news. Never mind we're telling the truth and they're lying. Later they'll say, yeah, I guess Sam and uh, Scott were right. Later, two decades later when it doesn't matter, they'll say that. Um, they've literally declared war on each of us, folks. I don't know how else to really do it. For example, Mike Lindell's FBI phone seizure warrant reveals why the DOJ is investigating my pillow CEO uh, Mike Mike says we cannot have the FBI weaponized against our people in the United States Lindell told the Epoch Times on Monday he will continue advocating for the replacement of voting machines and for paper ballots no matter what they do but folks this is what we're dealing with they're literally just going to attack Mike and Donald and anybody they want to. And this reach by the local cops now. This take away your guns by the credit card companies. This we find out the Chinese are in bed with us from the COVID to our most top secrets in America. But yet everything else is classified for you and me. See, you can't see nothing. It's classified for your safety and security. They lie. Um, Dr. Bradley, we are at a crossroads. If we allow as many of these things to continue as that are continuing... It won't be long to where you won't even recognize America, Doctor. Well, I I don't. I mean, I've been around long enough, and uh, I'm not that old, that it's difficult to say that we even have the slightest semblance of what the American Founding Fathers established for us at such great cost and under the inspiration of God. Uh, You know, we talk about the betrayal from the lowest levels of society, at the local police level, for example, uh, to our schools, our, our public education system, where the, the false um, religion 
of humanism is being taught as a publicly funded national religion on through the universities. You look at what the universities do to bring foreign students in and train them in our highest technology so they can go back and use it against us. You look at, I, I have personal, first-hand knowledge about contracts that were issued to have United States-based technology companies create surveillance satellites uh, assisting the Soviets in doing so. Uh, absolutely transferring our surveillance technology for satellites to the Soviet Union. And they did this uh, under the guise of a cooperative uh, exchange of scientific evidence. The Russian scientists came, picked our pockets, and left. What did they bring to the table? Nothing. They took everything. This idea of Bill Clinton transferring propulsion information for nuclear submarines during his, his, uh, his uh, presidency, technology that was transferred that, uh, that nobody had in the world. Our own people didn't know where our submarines were because they were so quiet in their, in their propulsion. Clinton gave that to the communist Chinese. Clinton was, was impeached over a bimbo that he hung around with in the White House when we should have been going for bigger potatoes. Every time we have, we, just at the last um, newscast, we had a joint military operation going on. We are buffoons. The, every time we do a joint operation, we've done them with former Warsaw Pact people, people that come and go as our enemies or our friends, and every time you do a military joint operation, you expose very high-tech information that's priceless, developed at the cost of billions of dollars, frequencies that are used for, for uh, secured uh, communication, codes that are used, tactics and strategies that are used. We, we basically open our bathrobe to these people every time we do a joint operation. Every time we, we release one of our stealth bombers or, or any kind of uh, technology in a uh, conflict around the world, frequencies are exposed, uh, radar signatures are exposed, that we're giving away billions, hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars of military st strategic information. And you don't think that they're not capturing that? They're listening. They're watching. And you think that they're not going to use that against us, ladies and gentlemen? You think they're really our friends? Well, while that's going on, militarily speaking, our biggest secrets are being exposed, et cetera, et cetera, uh, there's a group called Zero to Three. It's an early childhood development nonpartisan organization. They promote transgender ideology to children. They've educated thousands of educators. They say as young as two years old, they received over $250 million in taxpayer funds, according to data reviewed by the Daily Caller now. So think about that. Now we're funding the transgender agenda to the tune of $250 million. See, Christians are forced to pay for this, doctor. This is what I'm talking about. And, and you, you know, you find out there's this Christian church that decided they're going to have a, a transgender family-friendly drag queen go up there. And then they stopped it because the drag queen was involved in a gun shooting earlier, etc. But gun shooting or not, why are we allowing transgenders to perform in our churches, in our communities? And we say that it's family-friendly. 
And then we find out that we're funding these agenda groups to the tune of $250 million. I bring it up. And they say, oh, Sam, you're a bad guy. You're a terrorist. You're a, and so they'll use these ad hominem attacks. They'll attack the messenger. They'll try to shut me down for supposedly peddling fake news. But there you have it. I guess fake news is any news that they don't want you to tell everybody about, right? Shut down the truth teller because, uh, you know, we don't want to hear what he has to say. And so we'll just call it fake news. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to some of this, doctor. It's getting so bad to where I don't even know what you talk about. Well, that's the thing. I mean, my, my last few statements were were just bullet points. When you stop and think about each one of those would take an hour to develop and expose fully the dangers that are associated with it. You know, you get this this gender bender kind of stuff that's going on that's being funded at taxpayer dollars. Again, there is not a shred of constitutional authority to do this, not one slightest inkling of anything. And people go, oh, we've got to be tolerant. We've got to be caring. Churches have been co-opted into this to the nth degree. I am so sick and tired of churches cutting their own throat. Churches that I have in the past respected greatly and said, wait, this is a solid, stable platform, a foundation that, uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're told God's an unchangeable God, and, and, and he's got our best interests in mind. And then you get churches that devolve to the point that they're more interested in being good global citizens or in somehow emanating some tolerant aura of something into the atmosphere that says we're getting something more out of this that we want. And so consequently, they're throwing under the bus all traditional values. And and it's all in the terms of uh, tolerance. I can't tell you personal knowledge of... I'll just give one example. Uh, young college girls that have lost their virtue because they did not want to appear intolerant of gangsters that came on campus to become um, big men on campus as athletes. And, and it's just so astounding to me that, that we give away everything for nothing. And we sell a mess of pottage. I mean, go back and look in the Old Testament about what happened with that mess of pottage. All right, hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Scott Bradley, Sam Bushman, on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, They would welcome transparency. 
We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, the enemies of liberty have figured out if they declared an emergency, you'll back off and let them do whatever they want to do. Isn't that what we're seeing, doctor? Sadly, it is. And, and I am predicting, and I would love to be proven wrong, that they have had such a tremendous success with this asinine proclamation of an emergency two and a half years ago that has led to such a destruction of virtually everything Americanist that they're going to go, hey, we got a formula now. This is, this is what we got to use. It works, and the suckers buy it. And we get sucker punched every time we turn around now. Think, think of something they could not declare an emergency in that, uh, that could be used to further destroy the Americanist philosophy, our constitutional republic. We are idiots if we allow this to continue. The, those that sit at the head of the government are so rare in their understanding of this that I don't expect them to get in the way of this. And, and everything is, is being Well, the Republicans won't get in the way either. And the big push right now is let's give Republicans the chance to take it back. They'll go ahead and prosecute and get it done. But as you know, the Republicans helped this legislation move along uh, that wants to put this special code by credit card processors about guns and ammunition, ladies and gentlemen. These are the same people that allowed these zero to three childhood development to get $250 million in taxpayer money. This is the FBI that's been attacking Mike Lindell uh, and other people, the China paid scientists that I mentioned. The Republicans aren't really fighting back or pushing back on that. Now get a load of this one. Senate Republicans are now calling on the U.S. Agency for International Development, or also known as USAID, USAID, to stop funding a nonprofit organization that funneled taxpayer dollars to a communist Chinese lab that may have, may have created the Corona-19 virus. <clears throat> so now the Republicans are just going like, golly, stop funding that. But at some point, Republicans passed it. At some point, they pushed for this funding in the beginning. Now they're calling it to stop. It's not going to stop, doctor. We're not going to see anything different even under the Republicans. You know, the, the, the fee bag or the money bags, whatever you want to call it, are open. They buy, their, they buy influence and, and send money out willy-nilly, money we don't have, your grandkids don't have, great-grandkids don't have. And, and, you know, you talk about this funding the coronavirus. It's Bravo Sierra. It started in, in North Carolina with a Fauci-funded gain-of-function effort 
it kind of looked like it was getting a little dicey that they might get discovered and stuff, so they ship it overseas, continue to fund it with U.S. funds. It, it's, it's just a facade every step of the way. And, again, I, I sound like a broken record. Show me in the Constitution where there's authority to do any funded research for gain of function or any other methodology for disease. It's simply not there. The United States Constitution does not allow funding. Now, the, the, the fact of the matter is that we have enumerated powers. They're listed. They're numbered. That's what it is. You can number them. And if they left them off, they're not there. Read the Tenth Amendment. And in reverse, you know, kind of backing into this in a reverse way, if we look at how with they were they were reluctant to, to put a Bill of Rights out because they were concerned that if they didn't list all the rights, someday somebody would say they're not there because they're not listed. And uh, that's a legalistic perspective. And so with the Ninth Amendment, there was a catch-all. Even if we didn't list it, you still got it. Go read the Ninth Amendment. Okay, but what they did with the Constitution is they limited and bounded with enumerated powers that are listed. You can actually count them on your fingers and toes if you count every if you need to count everyone differently. But the point of the matter is, they're not there. And the Roosevelts, Teddy or FDR, always acted like, well, if it's not explicitly prohibited, it's allowed. And it's not. The Tenth Amendment says if we didn't give it to you, you ain't got it. And we as Americans need to absolutely, unequivocally, totally and completely hold people to that. And if there's something in there that should have been listed as a power, we need to modify the Constitution constitutionally. You can't just do it by usurpation, as George Washington warned us in the farewell address. You know, even if it sounds like a great idea, somebody says, oh, we need the Food and Drug Administration because that'll keep our, you know, our food and drugs pure and well examined and, and that no wool will be pulled over our eyes. It's not constitutional, people. And we found that the FDA, the National Institute of Health, the World Health Organization, the CDC, none of these are our friends. Every one of them are political hacks. And, and what they've done is they've, they've been created, congressionally created, appointed by presidents, hired among the executive branch. And every one of them has contributed to the destruction of all the things we hold sacred. The attack is at every level. And, and you say, oh, this is hopeless and helpless. We're all going to die. No, the message is we have the formula. We have, you know, we're like the six-year-old that I tell you about when I was six and I got lost. We can sit down and look at our back trail. It's well marked. It's clearly understood. It's well defined. Every word is written in plain English. And every one of those words has a meaning. Every word can be understood. And we can know the limits and bounds. And the buffoons that we've been electing to high office at every level, I mean, whether it's our municipality, our county, our state, or our general government, we need to examine those people again and, and weigh them in the scale of principle. Amen so to that. J.D. Pritzker is the guy's name. He's a governor of Illinois, and he now has activated the National Guard. Why? Over illegals arriving into Illinois. Now, they call them immigrants, but I have to change the word to illegals. 
because immigrants makes it sound like they're so peaceful and that they're just good people escaping bad um, whatever. Some of them may be, but not all of them. Okay, we've got criminals in our midst. And now these Democrat governors who claim there's no border problem are now pulling out the National Guard, doctor. Um, I don't agree with the plan from Republicans to shift ship, uh, these illegals into the interior of the country either. I mean, it's interesting. When the Democrats do it, the Republicans uh, criticize it. When the Republicans do it, it's supposed to be this great political move. Both of them, in my opinion, um, let Americans be uh, subject to abuse by criminals who have never been properly vetted or in who are here illegally. I don't care if it's under Republican or Democrat leadership that they bring these people in. They need to reject them at the border, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's the problem. But it's interesting. The Republicans applaud when they do it. When the Democrats do it, it's really bad, don't you know? But the same thing is being achieved in both cases, Doctor. How stupid are we? Well, you can't really fix stupidity. I mean, if, you're, if your mind is made up, you're going to be stupid. But, but that's the problem. It, it does need to be stopped at the border. It's kind of like people say, oh, it's just a little socialism. It's okay. It'll be fine. No, it, a little socialism is like a little cancer. It should not be, you shouldn't inject it in your body. It's just stupid to do it. And the same kind of thing is, oh, we, but we only let 2 million in this last year uh, across the border illegally, violated all of our law. The president did not. Uh, carry out his constitutional oath in enforcing the law, the stopping of the border. All of this kind of stuff, we're sowing the seeds of destruction. Again, the path back is well known. Our trail is well marked. We traveled it. Again, uh, much of it started to be eroded very early. And, and by the Civil War, we're still suffering under the the pains that were injected upon the nation by Abe Lincoln and his cohorts. But still, your grandkids deserve better than this. And and by our being complacent and complicit, we are facilitating the destruction of the greatest, freest, strongest, most happy, most prosperous, most respected nation on earth. And and honestly, I've talked to people that that used to travel, you know, on the 20s and 30s, and uh, most of these people are dead now. But uh, years ago, I talked to them when they traveled and, and they were they went into other countries. They were Americans, they were respected, uh, they were treated almost like royalty as they traveled uh, throughout the lands that they visited in. Now people spit on us. It's like we've become the 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 bully that's trying to throw our weight around and become the ugly American that that injects ourselves into the politics of every world, every nation in the world, and and it's in behalf of the New World Order. We're facilitating that, whether it's our military, whether it's our economics, whether it's our academics. Everything is, is basically we're becoming belligerent, monolithic power mongers all around the world, and, and people hate us for it. I could tell you personal stories I've experienced with this. But time goes so fast, Sam. I don't know what to say, but but Americans need to wake up and, again, uh, begin to recognize the awful situation we put ourselves in and stop putting the same people back in office. You know, whether it's a Nancy Pelosi or a, an Orrin Hatch. Orrin's dead now, fortunately, and everything. But the fact of the matter is 
Utahns continued to elect him. It's looking like, um, uh, well, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to open this bucket of worms right now, too. But, uh, but Utah is being further deceived right now in this election. And uh, that's our home state. But how can people be so stupid as to keep making the same mistakes? We step in it and walk through our house with it every time we get a chance. It's sad. That's an image you don't want to think about. <laughs> well, and the problem is, ladies and gentlemen, this is where, you know, we think that there's good guys. We're like, oh, if we just get Trump back. Okay, lies. Oh, if we just get the Republicans back in charge. Lies. Oh, you know what, Sam? We can't have the, the, the you know, uh, Mitch McConnell kind of uh, Republicans. But by golly, we got to have the uh, the Rand Paul kind. Well, I get it, and I don't disagree, but we're never going to get enough mojo to overturn or to change any of these things as it currently stands. With election fraud, with calling us terrorists, we're going backwards so fast uh, that we can't, even if we were to get a few good guys in and a few good things happen, uh, what will happen is they'll just somehow manipulate it to where they'll take control. And like the Trump era, you can say a lot of good things happen, and you're right. You can also say we lost more liberty under Trump than any other president to date, doctor. Period. And he's supposed to be the best guy to save us, right? Well, again, I I think on a net, we, we really lost a lot. There were some things that were very high profile that you could say, oh, that, that turned out okay. But by and large, we were on the same dreary path going in the whirlpool that takes us down the toilet under whatever the administration is. It's just tragic. All right, flat out of time, ladies and gentlemen. We're not preaching doom and gloom for America. What we're talking about is cause and effect. If we have the right cause, we can have tremendous good effect. But you got to learn what the right cause is to then work towards good effect, if you will. It's all about the Savior Jesus Christ and his ability to redeem. He's the author of liberty and he calls the shots. Will we listen? That's the question. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, FreedomsRisingSun.com. God save the Republic.